The heart of every man craves a great adventure, but life doesn't usually feel that way. Jesus speaks of narrow gates and wide roads, but the masculine journey is filled with many twists and turns. So how do we keep from losing heart while trying to find the good way when life feels more like a losing battle than something worth dying for? Grab your gear and come on a quest with your band of brothers who will serve as the guides in what we call the masculine journey. The masculine journey starts here, now. Faith. Who needs it? Got faith? Heard that before? What does it used to be? Got milk? Got truth? What does faith look like to you? If you do have faith, is your faith stronger when things are going peachy keen? Or is it the strongest when things are not going so well in your life? Well, good afternoon and welcome into this edition of the Masculine Journey Radio Show. I'm Dennis Breeden. We're glad to have you here along with us on this Saturday afternoon. Sitting here with me around the table, the Truth Booth, are the Band of Brothers. To my left, Robbie Dillmore, Vinny Menino over here, as always, Al Henley, and we've got uh, Sam somewhere in North Carolina on the phone. Somewhere, Sam, are you there with us? Yeah, I'm not just a random caller. I'm the guy that calls it every once in a while, right? Yeah, I was going to tell you that we're not doing <laughs> we're not doing the uh, the giveaway right now, so you have to call back later. Oh, I'll try to call back then. That's right. Can you turn the radio down in your car, sir? Yes. Thanks. So I'm going to go back around the room here right now and ask the guys real quick. Uh, what is faith to you, Robbie? Faith to me, at its core, is I guess, do I trust? God, do I think he's got a good heart when it comes to me? Vinny. Yeah, I guess I got to double up on that. And, uh, with me, faith is that I believe in myself. And the only way I could believe in myself is because God believes in me. And there's where we get faith. Al? That's what rescues me from fear and stress. Faith does. Yes. How about you, Sam? Well, you know, I guess for me, it's it's that, that place that I got to go when things are outside of what I can even fathom from the standpoint of, you know, if I think I can control it, honestly, I may default to it once in a while to try to control it, which isn't faith. Mm-hmm. But really, when it's a situation that I know I have no control and I have to give it to God, mm-hmm. is when my faith really grows the most. So for me, it's those things... And it does say that in Scripture, but having faith in the things that I can't see, right? I, I don't have any idea how something's going to work out, and i got faith that God's in the midst of that. Okay. And for me, faith is believing God. Uh, and, and notice I didn't say believing in God. I said faith is believing God. And there's a difference, and it goes back to your, what you were just talking about, the going to the, His Word a lot of times, Hebrews 11, 1, now faith is confidence in what we hope for and assurance about what we do not see. Now, Sam sent out, he does a uh, he does a daily devotional, and he sent out some quotes this past week, and we're going to come back to Robbie in a minute for this one. But uh, I, wa- I just want to read to you a couple of couple of quotes of people, how people have defined faith. First of all, Gandhi said, faith is not something to grasp, it's a state to grow into. Um Martin Luther King said, faith is taking the first step even when you don't see the whole staircase. George Mueller, Mueller? Is that right? Mueller? Mueller. It was sort of Mueller. Mueller. George Mueller said, the beginning of anxiety is the end of faith, and the beginning of truth faith is the end of anxiety. Some people say that about fear and faith. Uh, 
And another one here, Mahalia Jackson said, Faith and prayer are the vitamins of the soul. Man cannot live in health without them. Now, Robbie, we were talking about this Max Lucado quote, and we also posted it on, on the website this morning. Tell us about that one. Yeah, Max Lucado said, Fear is not that God is going to do what we want, but that God is going to do what is right, which is a great lead-in to the movie that, that, that we're going to kind of highlight on the show <laughs> that here's this poor girl, the movie's called Soul Surfer, and she has this horrendous accident, which would make no sense in her life that, that the shark's gonna take off her arm. So is God doing what she wants in this situation, or is he somehow or another gonna make all this right? It's an interesting predicament. Absolutely. Here's that first clip. Hey, how's my favorite patient? You say that to everyone. I mean it when I see you. So I understand you're feeling some discomfort here. Yeah. Well, that's normal. There's going to be a lot of pain because of the trauma that you've endured. Not to mention the fact that you've lost over 60% of your blood. You're going to be feeling kind of lousy for the next few days again. Now, here's the thing, Bethany. The things that you're going to have to learn to do differently is extensive. But the good news, those things you're not going to be able to do, Smoke. Hey, sleepyhead. How are you feeling? Been better. When can I serve again? Are you busy right now? Kinda. Soon. How do you know? Because you can do all things. For him. Gives me strength. Sam, could that be hey. uh, could that be stage one of the journey there? Yeah, I mean it when I see. Yeah, I think it is. I think it's that realizing that you know I do have to move past. Um, let me back up a quick second. I heard something in that clip I hadn't heard before. He said, you're going to have pain because you went through a trauma. And I think sometimes we go through trauma in our life, we think that faith means we won't have pain. Mm-hmm. Right? But that's not, what, that's not what God says. He says, you know, have faith. And, and so for that, that is the beginning. In the midst of our pain, still believing that all things are possible through God. Now, what did that say to you when you heard that clip? Basically, what Sam said, but to elaborate on a little bit, um, we were talking about this earlier, um, and and Rob Decker is the one I heard this from originally. But he said that in the midst of your pain, your trauma, your turmoil, and I'm paraphrasing, but that's when God shows off your faith. When things aren't going so well, yeah. When it's a, because that's when it comes through the most. Robbie? Well, the, it's a difficult situation because you can see here's this young girl and she's been put in a very strange place that you'd be going if you were 16 and all of a sudden you were 15 and how old she was. You'd be really questioning God, but that is interestingly not her first question. Her fir- first question is, when can I surf? A- and you can see the intensity of where she where she sees her life going and, and 
you know, God's coming to the rescue there in a very unique way. It's a present that, that, that I really believe that faith is a gift. It's listed as one of the gifts of the Spirit in Galatians 5. Mm-hmm. And it is, in fact, a gift. But the young lady here is beginning her journey and opening that gift of faith. And that, that happens for a lot of us. She didn't hesitate. She was ready to get back out there with her faith. And God was showing that off. Okay. Then, though, when we go to the second clip, we transition to this second great clip that we have uh, from the movie. We go into another phase of the faith journey, which is now questioning. uh, Why did this happen to me? And I think we've all probably been there before. Let's listen to this clip. Go ahead. Tell me how everything's going to be okay. Yeah, that's me. Just could jump right in and fix it. I could just keep my mouth shut for once. Done, aren't I? I can't even paddle out to the lineup past the big waves. I don't understand. What happened to. I can do all things. What? Why did this happen? Why did I have to lose everything? You didn't lose everything, Bethany. Not even close. That shark didn't kill you. You're still here. Still alive. You have a family that loves you. What am I supposed to do now? I don't know. And how am I supposed to know? When the time is right, you'll know. Until then, you pray. You listen. Listen for what? For what comes next. You know, again, Dennis, a good friend of ours. Um, Cliff, uh, what am I saying? <laughs> good friend. Um, it's Cameron. Amazing. No, not Cameron. Okay. A good friend of ours that is the preacher at City Church, whose name totally Chris. escapes Chris. Chris. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, Chris. Yeah, sorry, Chris. That's <laughs> embarrassing. But anyway, he talks about Philippians four as one of the most uh, Philippians four thirteen is one of the most misquoted scriptures in all of the Bible. That people take that to mean. I can do all things rather than looking in the rest of the verse to see what Paul was kind of saying was that he could be content in all things through Christ who gives him strength, right? He's saying before I was rich, I was poor, I couldn't. And when you really look in the context of that verse, can you be content trusting in the Father's love, which is true faith? Can you rest in that place in spite of where you find yourself because there are certain things, last I checked, that you couldn't set the tide, could you, uh, Dennis? Or make it snow? Not Just the last one time for me. <laughs> not the last time I checked. But a snow cone, maybe. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. You know, one thing I like about that verse, uh, that word strengthens. It is it comes from the Greek word idunamu, and that is the strength God gives an apostle or a disciple to obviously to get through a difficult time. 
Mm-hmm. And I think that speaks exactly to what Robbie's saying is that, you know, we are, maybe we're not apostles, we are disciples. And how do we get through difficult times? The strength that God gives us. And you have to, you have to recognize that gift. And, and Robbie, you said this earlier, what do you do with that gift? You got to open it up. Got to open it up, Jeff. Got to open up the gift. Sam, are you still with us? Yeah. Um, in this clip, when she's asking the question, why did I lose everything? I mean, here we have a situation where this young lady wanted to be a surfer, and, and this has happened to her, and she's saying, why, where do I go now? Let's pick up on that on the other side of the break, if we can. You're listening to the Masculine Journey Radio Show. We invite you to go to our website, MasculineJourneyRadio.org. Check us out on Facebook. We're on every week. You can see our podcast there. Listen to our podcast as well. We'll be right back. Family Adventure this fall, September 5th through the 7th. It's Dove Camp, designed specifically for folks who long for the fathering to learn how to hunt or perhaps just don't have a place to go. A camp because we'll be intense, and that might be intense. A family adventure because the hunting is just a small part of this weekend. Like all Masculine Journey events, there'll be tons of food, great talks by both the men and women, naturally with great movie clips, and most of all, covenant of silence times. Specific times set aside for your whole family to hear from God. Even a movie Saturday night. Yeah, I think the thing I'm most excited about with the Dove Camp is really learning how to shoot the 12-gauge that I got at Christmas. And so my kids and my wife and I all got guns for Christmas, and it looks like a great opportunity for us to get around some people that, that know what they're doing and really help us learn from them. Go register now at MasculineJourneyRadio.org. Individuals $169 or your whole family for just $299. MasculineJourneyRadio.org. Under the events page. If everybody had an ocean across the USA, then everybody be served like California. Ah, one of my favorite groups and one of my favorite songs, Surfing USA. We're talking about the movie uh, this afternoon in our show about the young lady, Bethany Hamilton, who wanted to be a surfer and uh, then got attacked by a shark and and what that what that says about faith. And such a great movie, Sam. Every time I go back and listen to these clips or watch this movie, I get a little teary eyed and, you know, real men do cry. Uh, because it's a it's very emotional story. In the second clip we were talking about right before we went to break, why did I lose everything? I mean, how many times do we ask ourselves when we're having a struggle, uh, you know, and our faith is waning, we're going, God, why is this happening to me now? Yeah, yeah, I think a lot of times that, that may, part of that may be the voice of the enemy. We don't recognize it. Mm-hmm. Just saying, hey, you know what? Why did this happen to you? What did you do wrong? Or why did God turn his back on you? Right? And that becomes some of that questioning. I think there's always a, a level of questioning that's healthy. I think you see in Scripture sometimes where there's there's relationship, obviously, with God, and there's a dialogue back and forth. There's times with him and Moses where there's there's times where they're really just talking back and forth. So I think some of the, the questioning is a healthy relationship piece, but I also think it's where the enemy gets a foothold and tries to turn you away from the Father who's going to love you through it. Yeah. Now I want to ask Mr. Vinny right now, who's sitting over there. We were talking about in our in our pregame warm-up here, 
we were talking about uh, faith and what that means to you, and you've been going through some stuff right now recently in your life where I think your faith is really being, if I say your faith has been tested, would that be a fair way of? Oh, it's been tested. I've got a situation right now, uh, but all my life I've relied on faith, and so far God has been good to me, and he's given me the faith to pull through to all my uh, things that happened to me in my life. But right now, my wife is blind, my wife is deaf, and I am going blind. And if I didn't have the faith through God, how could I take care of her? Mm-hmm. I don't worry anymore. You know, everybody, I come in here every Wednesday, and how's it going, Vinny? How's your eyesight? I I really don't give a darn no more. Really. Hmm. Uh, it's fine. When it's completely shut off, I'll deal with it. But up yeah. until then, I've got a job to do, and that's taking care of my wife and my family. So faith comes to me in that way, you know, believing in God and he will take care of you. Yeah. Robbie, what you are called faithful by your father, your heavenly father. That's old faithful. The old <laughs> is true. I'm trying to, you know, I think we've pretty much established at this point that we're all in that old category and, and maybe middle age old at going up, but, but man, what a testimony you have. And, and, I know that you've asked yourself this question before. Why is this going on right now? Or ask God this question. Yeah, and to me, I, I see this in other folks. Like we, uh, you're going to hear in the next half hour a show called Joy in the Midst with Cameron Horner, who's in a wheelchair, who was in a diving accident. And God has used what the events of his life to put him in that to show what the name of his show is, Joy in the Midst it's a spectacle to others and there are stories if you listen of people actually coming to faith in god in seeing joy in a man who's gone through all these things that they how can you withstand that kind of you know pain attacks all those kind of things and still so there is undoubtedly for cameron for the young lady with the shark bite you know god is to an extent showing off their faith but you, I also know, because I've had some experience in that, and so has Vinny and probably everybody listening, but in that God gives you that as a present. And in, in my case, a lot of people say, well, Robbie, when did you open your present of faith? Mm-hmm. And it was the year before I was diagnosed with cancer and about a year and a half before I was crushed behind the car that, that you know people talk about my Job experience or whatever. But I was terrified of the dark. And I was trying to get rid of that fear, and I was a baby Christian. I just told Jesus, look, I know I'm not supposed to have this. How do I give this to you? Because I'm supposed to give this to you. How am I supposed to do that? Mm-hmm. And so in that still small voice, he asked me, Robbie, what's the worst thing that can happen? And I pictured this guy with a knife. I said, well, somebody come in here and stab me. It's going to be horrible. And, 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 and Jesus said something to me that literally was what opened my package of faith, the present that he gave me when he said, Robbie, what would be so bad about that? And as I began to think through what heaven was going to be like, what my, when I began to picture my own mortality and my own death and spending eternity with Jesus, then you come to the conclusion of, what are you threatening me with heaven? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so um, that understanding and that deep faith of trusting the Father's heart, when you get the, the diagnosis of cancer, when you're 
find yourself about to lose a limb, when you find all those things, you've been given a gift, and that gift is that to know that the Father's heart's good to you. Now I'm going to put you on the spot here for a minute. We hadn't planned this, but I'm going to do it anyhow because God told me to. Um, you told me recently a part of your story that I wasn't aware of 20-some-odd years ago when you weren't in a very good place. Uh, a lot of things were going on in your life, and it, you were probably at this place where you were asking a lot of whys at that time. You know, you're absolutely right. There was a time when I could not find a job that I, where I, I liked the leadership. I felt like I could do it that I believed in. And so the next job I get is the, either that's the make or break. And I said, Father, if this is the job, it, you know, if you want me to be homeless, then let this job fall through. Otherwise, show me. Show me I'm supposed to have this job. And so I'm on the verge of being homeless, and I can't afford everything. And I held that job for 20 years. And not only did I hold that job for 20 years, God gave me a sage in the midst of that when um, I had just had a child, just had a house job, my beautiful wife. I mean, we were just, we were on our path together. And this gentleman was trying to get me fired. He was outside my department, my VP. Um, he said two things. One, it's going to be a hard road to get you fired because I'm going to be standing in his way. But number two, you need to understand something about faith. And he gave me a story in his life. And he said, from now on, if, if there's something I'm going to lose, then I'm just going to assume that I need to get in line with what God wants and give it up. And I saw him time and time again do that, but never as much as when his wife had um, a brain tumor. And in the midst of that, he was, I, he was in his office and I came to talk to him and pray with him. And he said, God's given me this woman for this long. And if, if he needs her by his side, then I want to be in his will. I want to be in line with what he's thinking. Mm -hmm. So for me, faith is changing my wants, my desires, and, and letting all of it go and saying, okay, if you don't want me to have it, then take it away. But if you do want me to have it, show me how to keep it. Yeah. Whether it's faith, whether it's... Um, Which that's a anything. perfect example of the Philippians 4, or to be content in the, the circumstances that, that God has uh, allowed in your life. So how do we uh, use faith not to walk out of our darkness, but walk into our light? Sam, we've got a last clip here from the movie Soul Sur Surfer, a uh, third great clip that we've got. Uh, set that up for us, would you? Yeah, in this scene, she's just competed, and she's actually, she didn't win a competition, but she finished a competition. And for a surfer without, uh, with an arm in, in Hawaii with huge waves, it was huge. And they're interviewing her trying to ask her some questions and listen to how she handles these questions and her replies. Bethany, I'm from Transworld Surf Magazine. Are you upset you didn't win today? I didn't come to win. I came to surf. Bethany, I just wanted to ask you if you could go back to that day and not have gone surfing, would you do it? I wouldn't change what happened to me because then I wouldn't have this chance in front of all of you this chance to embrace more people than I ever could have with two arms. I was born to surf. This is why I wake up at the crack of dawn every day. This is why I endure belly rashes, reef cuts, and muscles so tired they feel like noodles. And I've learned that life is a lot like surfing. When you get caught in the impact zone, you need to get right back up. 
because you never know what's over the next wave. And if you have faith, anything is possible. Anything at all. So what you do with that gift, Robbie? Right. And, and you can't help but think of faith alone in Christ alone, that when you open that up and it's on display, how God used it. I mean, is it, any, is it any accident that this movie was made? Is it any accident that this girl was given this platform or that Cameron Horner or Johnny Erickson taught to have the platform that they've been given, that God is showing off what his disciples get when they open that particular gift and the, the neat thing is that from a daily standpoint we are given opportunities to say exactly what Philippians 4 says am I going to really trust the heart of God with what the ticket I just got or you know the fact that breakfast wasn't ready on time or whatever your situation may be and it's in that situation when you open up and God shows off your faith, that your crown of glory comes to you. God brings it to you and says, look at my child. Sam, what did that last clip say to you? Well, it goes back to something we talked about earlier that God laid on my heart that you can hear real joy in Bethany's voice. And she has a lot of reasons not to be joyful. Mm. But, you know, we talked about, you know, faith equals hope. You, You can't have faith and not have hope. And then, Hope will equal joy. Mm-hmm. And so when you live in faith, it will become joy in your life. And to me, that's really been the case. The times I've had most joy has not been when everything's been perfect, because I haven't found that time yet. Yeah. It's when I've lived in faith, which gave me hope, but again, produced that joy. And I think that's probably what we've been led to, to talk about here today more than anything else, is that in faith, there is hope. And, and through that hope comes the, the only true joy that we can really have in our lives, the joy of eternal life to look forward to, the joy of using that gift that we get in faith. You've been listening to the Masculine Journey radio show. I'm Dennis Breeden. Along with the Band of Brothers, we're glad that you joined us today. We invite you to tune in every week at this time. Also, check out our podcast, MasculineJourneyRadio.org. We've got a Dove Camp coming up. We've got some information on that. Also, you can uh, check us out on Facebook as well. We'll talk to you next week. Until then, may God be with you. The Masculine Journey Radio Show comes to you weekly on The Truth because of your faithful prayer and gifts. Their address is Masculine Journey Radio, P.O. Box 550, Kernersville, North Carolina, 27285, or online at truthnetwork.com. Be sure to let them know that you listen to the program on The Truth Network.